0: You're listening to The Bridge Metro West, located at 7 Strathmore Road in Natick, Massachusetts. For more information about The Bridge Metro West, our weekly Sunday gatherings, and other events, go to www.bridgemetrowest.com. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thought I was already on fire, but Natalie started burning. <laughs> hallelujah! You, I am so over touched after Prophet Bernard was here. I had never experienced. A service and a prophet standing in that office so elegantly, yes. so powerfully, and so, as my mother would say, worded up. Yes. <laughs> Lenore, no know what I'm talking about? We from the south. But I have been just so touched. By the downloads. Sitting under the prophet those nights, I received an anointing that added to my presence. When I go before the Lord now, there's such a download that it almost seem if I am going to be prophesying all the time, because I'm so full. And I love God so much that I could just wrap my arms around him and never let go. My mother used to sing this song When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all, all, all he has done for me. Put yourself right there this morning. Think of all that he's done for you. My soul cries out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you. I could never stop saying all the things that he has done for me. And when I look at Hebrews 484, the prophet ushered us into 2024 and 5784. The Hebraic year started on the 15th of September. The calendar year will start January 1st, but we are already into the year. The Hebraic calendar says ahead of the year. So we are ahead going into the calendar year in January. And so I was asking the Lord, I said, there are so many scriptures that come to mind and to my spirit as to what this all means. The prophet, open the can, open the lid, open the door, open our hearts, our minds, our spirits to what God is ushering us into. In the scripture he gave me, there were others, but it was in Genesis. Genesis 15, five. The reason I don't have on a mic today because I told Jeremy, I saw in a vision that I was moving around prophesying after I brought the word. And I thought it might be a little bit more uncomfortable in terms of my free flowing. So I'm going to try to work with this mic the way it is, so bear with me. But Genesis 15:5, God told Abraham, then brought him out outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars. If you are able to count, the number of them and he said to him so shall your dependence be and he believed in the Lord and he counted it to him for righteousness see what you have to do today is to step outside Abraham was in the 10th And so his space was limited as to what he could see and feel and receive what God was gonna do and what he was capable of doing. So God invited him to step outside. Are you willing to step outside today from where you are, where you've been in 23? Are you willing to step outside into 24? Yes. Into 5784? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because if you are, righteousness will be accounted to you for your faith, for your trust, for your knowing God and who He is and what we can walk into. How much can we see? How many stars can you count? Are you so bound by being in the tent that you are slow about walking outside? Because while Abraham was inside, his sight was limited, his focus was limited. But walking outside, he could see the total element. He could see the world. There were so many stars that he could not count them. And yet God alerted him that your descendants will be as great as the stars. What is it that you need to be great in your life? that you can't even put a number behind. We will count and say, if I get that job, if I get pregnant, if I buy that house, if my child get into the college of his choice, But the vastness of God (laughs) is so great until you don't have to stop at what you can count. Natalie, see, God is saying to you, you are trying to count me. You are trying to put a number on me, Natalie. But I am God. God. You cannot put a number on me for what I have for you, Natalie. And so, if you would look at 5784, eight is the symbol of prey. You know what that is? A sound of the mouth, the voice. What are you willing to raise your voice and let your sound be heard where not only you but others can benefit from your faith, yeah. your trust, and your testimony? Come on. Are you willing to keep it to yourself? Are you willing to say, I can't make a sound? Sometimes God doesn't move until you make a sound. I was so angry with God because I wanted Him to move for my daughter, spiritual daughter. And I made a sound. And I lifted my voice. And I screamed and said, Now! Do it now! It's time! I want to see it now. And she got healed Friday night. Amen. Yes. Are you willing to scream to God? Yeah. Are you willing? Pastor Paul has been saying for the last six, eight months, the sound, the sound. In your singing, in your praises, in your prayer, In your Thanksgiving? Are you willing the sound has to go out and affect our surrounding? Affect those people that you are on the job in? What sound are you making? I plan to let mine ring to the heavens. I plan to be heard by God and everybody else that is within reach. I will not go into 24 with a closed mouth, with a low voice. I plan to activate things by my voice. I plan to activate healing. What is cancer when God is the healer? Yes. What is a job that you've been dreaming of when God is the supplier? Yes. What is that house that you have been waiting and waiting and waiting for? But most of all, what have you been waiting for for God to infuse you at a higher and a fuller level? I don't like Standing at the same place I don't like performing as usual I don't like doing things that are normal I like to break out I like to move out I like to run out I'm tired of walking out I'm running out and things that I've already seen since the 15th, and things that I've heard, that's just the beginning. You just left the th- September. You have 11 more months to go. You can have so much, you have to get a U-Haul to help you carry it. And so if we put the four, which means the door, You have the voice, the sound, and the door. So if that door is closed before you, or you feel you can't walk to the door and walk through the door, what about your sound? What about your faith? I think it's time for us now not to pat cake around with this little faith. It's time for us to walk on water. They were in the boat and couldn't even believe that was Jesus because he was doing the not so usual. He came walking on water. And in my situation, I'm walking on water in 24 and I invite you to walk with me. But if you want to stay on the sand and crawl on the sand, help yourself, because I plan to walk on water. Yeah. Yeah. In 1 Corinthians 16 and 9, the word says, for a great and effective door has opened to me. And there are many adversaries. You think a door is going to open and you are not going to have to fight for it? The Word says there are many adversaries. But don't we know what to do with adversaries? Do you know your job description? Whose job description are you operating in? (laughs) when I went into corporate America and I got my job description and I said I'm going to do this to the fullest and the most special way that they can't help but promote me to the next level I didn't go in and say oh I'm happy I'm a woman and I made it at this level it's like what is the next level What are you saying because God did this? You are willing to sit there and just get stationary in what he has already done when there's more that he can do than he has already done. If you can move from that position in 24 and 84, you're already ahead. But God showed me two groups here. We're going to pray for you at the end. But there's a door, there's a bridge going over to the door. And there's a group that are saying, I can't get to that door because I have one, two, three things I haven't been able to release. And then there's another group over here that's saying, oh, I'm ready. Show me that door. I'll go through it if I have to knock it down. Which group are you in? Knock it down. The promise translation said, there is an amazing door of opportunity standing wide open for me to minister even though there are many who oppose and stand against me. I love the promised Bible. It makes it so plain and it brings it right home to you. So there are many that oppose you That are working. There are all kinds of spirits out there. And they are at work. Satan the word said, He comes to steal, kill, and rob. He's roaming. If he hasn't gotten there yet, he's roaming, seeking you. Seeking whom he may devour. Not just hit you and play with you, but devour you, devour you. That's to take you out where you can't function, where you don't let your faith operate. He is bigger Bitter. And what does it say about your job description? God said, I come to give them life. Amen. More abundant, not just life, but more. Oh, yes. Like he says, you are more than a conqueror. that just excites me. I just don't conquer something. I'm more. I can go back for more. And I can dig into more. And I can conquer more. I'm not willing to live the life of a child of God and just get the scraps. I want the full meal. I love when my daughter said, Oh, Easter, we are going out to Ruth Chris or the Capital Grill. I love because I know I'm gonna feast. (laughs) I don't eat any breakfast. I want to sit down and have all of the courses. And that's the way God has prepared for us. More than a conqueror. Life that more abundantly do you know 24 all of the words that came forth when prophet Bernard was here I got two words from him and I had a daughter of mine to write them off cause God said write them up and the 20th the word that I brought August 20th He said, write that up and look at that and the words you got and others you would get and sit before me and I'll give you the map for the bridge for 24. See, I'm experiencing some things now that I haven't experienced before and I invite you to come join me. I really don't desire to leave you on the sideline desire to have you join me and walk with me and enjoy what God has prepared for us. And so I want to share with you what God told me. I think there are three things. And it said God said start preparing For this new thing I am going to do in you. In you! See, he's going to first work in you. And then you'll be prepared to have what he worked for you. What he gives you. But he has to get us in here straight. I said, Lord, I need to be clean before you. Where I can get all you have. He said, it will not be aborted. He's going to do it, it can't be aborted. My plan cannot be stopped. Are you hearing what God is saying? You have wept tears and had heartaches, but now you will shout for joy and rejoice in gladness. I have made deposits in you that you did not even know were there. So in this year you will receive a fresh vision as well as new skills set to accomplish your mission. Lord. Yes. thank you. Lord. Do you need new glasses? I just went to the doctor and got a pair of new glasses. The reading and the distance. See I can't wear those that are together. I tried to, and I tried to step down and fail. I can't balance that. So I have two pair of glasses. Distant and reading. And I thought about it. I said, oh, I can read a little better. It's a little clearer. And I thought about what God was saying. You are being prepared for something new that only I can give you. Think about that. We're looking for somebody else to give us something. People are looking for to win the lottery. People are saying, I hope my daughter gives me this for Mother's Day. Oh, I hope somebody gives me a trip paid for. But I want you to set your mind to receive what God is preparing for you, has already prepared for you. I guarantee you it will outweigh anything anybody can give you. Man don't have the capacity or the resources to give you what God can give you. And number two, God says that you will see through the lens of the Holy Spirit. Not the glasses I just got, but the lens of the Holy Spirit. He will guide you. He said, lean not to your understanding, but ask me. And I'll direct your path. He's your eyesight. He's your new set of glasses. He's what you are looking through. And you see things different when you look through Jesus. Everything is different. It's new. You have a whole new level of faith saying, I can't do this. Oh, but God, through me, I can do it. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Not through Verna, but through him. I'm so glad my mother told me when I was small. Verna, you are just smart as anyone because you put Christ first. When he said, put him first and all these other things will be added unto you. Oh, That is real. He was first before I went into the corporate world, and I succeeded and got promotions. I served on committees with the senior officers when people would say, but how did you get appointed there? I was the first black woman in Massachusetts who served on a bank board of directors. I've been the first at a lot of things. Guess why? Because God was at the head. Because I'm so smart. Because I put him at the head and then he added all these other things to me. With him first, you cannot be last. Last isn't even in the vocabulary. He is empowering you now confront and defeat the blockades that have hindered you and hindered you by the enemy and he will give you the understanding for the next step that he's going to direct you to take everything God has promised you will come forth in this hour I'm really not just saying that to sound good I believe it I believe what his word says faith without faith is impossible to please God so if you can't stretch your faith to come up to his word and his promises you'll never possess it and I tell my kids all the time it wasn't just by luck that we were blessed it was because my mother taught me she would drive with my father around our land with anointed oil and would anoint the boundaries of our farm and speak come forth a fruitful crop this year And that year, one bale to an acre is good farming. We made two bales to the acre. Amen. Paid off all the debt, paid off school, and lived comfortably yeah, yeah. on a farm, a farmer in Georgia. Jesus. Black. And the white man's farm next door make an acre he said Jody call my father Jody what did you do your land is so rich it produces so much he said my wife prays I drove her around our farm and she anointed it and dropped oil in the soil All went in the soul. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Can you believe God this morning? I want us as the bridge to make a statement for the Lord yes. that we believe him, we acted on it, and we are living in it. Hey. 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 I want somebody to say, oh, Annika, you are at the bridge. No wonder. <laughs> no wonder you are blessed like that. Look at now! I say, yep, she's been at the bridge eight years. Boy, what a difference! And Judy, Judy, how all over the place because she's at the bridge. She just—you hear her screaming all the time. She's excited about the Lord, what He's done to her life, what He is doing. Went down to see Prophet Bernard when he was in Brockton. And went to work that next day, Monday. I think she was down that Saturday night. She had already gotten a promotion and a merit increase. And her boss called into the office and said, Judy, no, you're doing a good job. We are increasing your salary by this. Because she believed the prophet. And I'm telling you, within a day, the return came back. Hundredfold. Hundredfold! You can't beat that! I tell people, there is no way. We bought a house, the last house we are in now, for $68,000 years ago. That's unheard of now. And now it's worth point. 2 million you can't save that kind of money off your salary but God can increase beyond your thoughts of mine see I happen to know I'm not talking about nobody else testimony I got my own testimony like I said, you can't tell it like I can tell what Jesus done for me. You can't tell it. And number three, God is turning your weeping into birthing, your crying into shouting, and your evening into mourning. And look at Psalms 35, where God wants to shower you with his grace. Oh, through God, word, he is anxious to show himself mightily to us. We don't have to take the crumbs. He has given you a meal at Ruth Chris. Why would you go home and eat the crumbs when you can dine with God the best? So I'm really auctioning, urging, begging you could jump on board with me because I happen to believe this stuff. My mother used to say when I would hear her preaching, she said, I just want to end this with I happen to believe everything I just taught. (laughs) And I thought about that the other day. I said, I really do. I really believe this stuff. (laughs) It's his word, his promises. Do you know you can take his promises to the bank? And the check will go through. It will be cashed. No one will say, oh, there's not enough in here to cover this. When God said it, it's covered. And I go up to the bank like I know it's in there. When my payday came and it was automatic deposit, oh, we could go out to lunch, all of us knowing. Oh, it's in the bank. It's in the bank. So why can't you trust God like that? On his promises, I could trust Polaroid for putting my check in the bank once a month. Never came up when it wasn't there. It was always there. Why can't I trust God's word His word is greater than any company. You know the check will not bounce when he puts it in there. And so I want you to really think about this. Knowing what God is about to do and position you yourself no, you knowing what God is about to do I want you to position yourself to wa- ride on the wave of God's promises as He move on you with great blessings. Can you ride with me? Or are you going to stand there and say, Well, I know it's in the Word, but I've just been waiting so long? That's when your testimony is even more powerful yeah. that you waited and you trust it, and your faith stretched to the point where you say, I don't care what it looks like, but I know what the word says, and that's what you stand. He said, when everything else pass away, his word will stand. Now I can take that to the bank. We must choose to go through the door of our future Knowing that giants may oppose our advance as we're moving forward. But we don't have to back away or agree with the enemy. I hope you will join me at the head of the year of 2057-84 and 2024 as we decree that we are stepping through the door of promise. Can you agree with me? Yes. Yes. So God is calling you to come forth today. Yes. Like he did when he said, Lazarus, come forth. He was dead and wrapped in clothing. Yes. Some commentaries said he had begun to smell. But when God said, Lazarus, come forth. He came forth. What are you asking God to speak into your life today? Come forth. You got his word. Put it in there. Put what you are looking for God to do in 24 and call it forth. The same God that calls Lazarus forth. He's the same God who have given you promises to walk out on and to call forth in your life. Lord, I thank you today that we at the bridge, we are ready to come forth. We are ready to go through the door. We are ready to say yes. We are ready to come against the enemy care where he comes what he does stand up against him you have the word to fight him with the sword is what we use to strike him down which is the word of God so Lord I thank you that everyone under this hearing will take the mission to move through the doors of 24 and Fifth, the 84 and as you walk through I want you to walk with assurance yes. I want you to walk with the faith that you are knocking down any adversary yes. that even tried to oppose you yes, Lord, now. because you have his word his promises and that's what you are walking on That's what you are going through the door of 24. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for what you are doing. Thank you for listening to this message from the Bridge Metro West in Natick, Massachusetts. Paul David Gidgery is the Senior Pastor at The Bridge. For more information about the Bridge Metro West family, our gatherings and events, visit www.bridgemetrowest.com or call us at 508-651-0277.